Hey everyone, welcome to the Jeff Macalino Podcast. I'll put a warning in front of this podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is a good episode, in my humble opinion. Um, it is with Andy Peak. She uh, used to be in the adult uh, industry, and now she is a sex coach, and she's got a YouTube channel. Uh, Real Talk with Andy. And uh, it's about sex. So, just a, a, a little warning ahead of time. Uh, it, we don't get incredibly graphic, uh, in my opinion. Uh, if uh, you are overly sensitive to such things, you may want to uh, skip this episode. Uh, or you may greatly enjoy this episode. We don't talk super graphic, anything crazy, uh, that I recall. I'll also warn you, uh, I did give her the heads up, (laughs) uh, one hour, maybe an hour and 15 minutes prior to this interview, I messed up my back, something awful, like one of the, I had back surgery at 25, I'm 34 now, and this is probably the worst my back, uh, got, uh, I was barely able to get myself upright and in a chair. Uh, Part of that was taking a muscle relaxer, uh, obviously icing the back, and uh, pounding a few drinks to uh, just try to uh, (laughs) quell the pain a little bit. Uh, Did a good job, and then I also have a trick where I use a a T-ball, and I jam it between the muscle spasm in my back and the chair and kind of move it around just a little bit. And it really digs into that muscle. Uh, I, I, it was recommended to me to use a tennis ball. Uh, I have a little higher pain tolerance, I think, than some people. So you may, if you ever have this issue, and it works with any part of your body that's really, you know, something that's just a tensed uh, muscle, you may want to try it. Uh, your desk chair or when you're driving a car, uh, I've done it many times. It's helped me a lot. Uh, you know, you can't always immediately go get a deep tissue massage, but, you know, probably have a sports ball of some kind that you can jam into your back and just kind of roll around a little bit to massage it out. So, that being said, the reason I tell you this is the audio is not as good as it would have been otherwise because I was a little too far from my mic, so I had to use my backup recording. Uh, so her audio isn't great, uh, but that's my fault because if I use the other recording, you could not hear me at all. I think this one you can hear her just fine, just not as beautifully as she would have sounded otherwise. Uh, but that... Uh, won't happen again. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this was also done uh, the day before Tropical Storm slash Hurricane Elsa was supposed to be uh, bearing down on me. And that, well, I guess it kind of sort of happened, but not really. It kind of was more 40, 50, I think, mile an hour winds that actually hit us. Uh, thankfully, things kind of veered and just kind of skirted along the side of the the state of Florida. 
Uh, so there may be a thunderbolt or two. I'm not sure if the microphone picks all that up. Speaking of thunder, Tampa Bay Lightning are back-to-back Stanley Cup champions, motherfuckers. So there's that. Uh, one thing I'm I'm really happy about is uh, I did a, or I'm still doing a podcast for a website called flteams.com. I... Uh, so creatively named that one, uh, Bolts and Bats in the Bay. It's about the lightning and the rays. And I started it, I think, just a week or so before the lightning season began. Uh, Maybe it was the week the lightning season began. And I just recorded my 20th episode. uh, And I'm so happy I did it. Uh, I kind of after learning more about the site, more so did it because I like the independent journalism aspect of the website. The podcast is just kind of a uh, an experiment, but I'm so happy I did it because it's almost like I have a little time capsule now. I can go back and listen as I walk through every week uh, of the Lightning uh, Championship season in 2021. So kind of cool. Uh Hopefully, uh, I continue to do that for a while, Uh, but the Lightning Champions, again, uh, it was awesome. My uh, 8-year-old, my daughter, my 11-year-old daughter's away at a sleepaway summer camp for a week, and my 8-year-old son, I let him stay up and watch the deciding game 5 of the Stanley Cup, and uh, never got to enjoy a championship celebration with him because usually he's sleeping or well you don't get a lot of championship celebrations in your life so that was a really uh, special fun moment uh for me and him so anyways back to back stanley cups all right like scribe subscribe review rate uh scratch and sniff like facebook Twitter, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know what to do. All right. Peace. Enjoy the episode. All right, everyone. And now we welcome Andy Peak to the Jeff Macalino Podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Pretty well. And uh, to warn the listeners, if you hear thunder, uh, that's, that's on my end. <laughs> Actually, where are you monitoring uh, the the Elsa, the storm, at all? I have no clue what's going on now. I I'm in the middle of the cone, and I'm not even monitoring. It. <laughs> Until it passes Cuba, it's not worth it. <laughs> but, but I'm uh, glad to have you on the podcast. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about uh, your YouTube channel, what you do. Uh, I guess to um, Cut to the chase. Uh, tell me about your YouTube channel and what, what you do on there. So uh, my YouTube channel is a little bit different. It's um, it's about sex. So I was in the adult industry for a really long time. And then when I got out of the adult industry, I realized that people, just normal people, don't talk about sex that much. And then while I was in the adult industry, that's the number one thing that caused couples to kind of go apart 
is the lack of communication of sex. Because obviously, when we get older, we want to experience different things. And then when you, you've been with someone since you were like 21, you have a hard time telling someone, hey, I want to do X, Y, and Z without freaking them out. Right. So. Familiarity. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So my show is literally just to talk about it, just, just to talk about sex because people have a hard time just saying the word in society without it being a negative. And I feel like if you talk about it in a positive way, it, it will be an, a norm. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that. And uh, before we talk more about sex, are you still banned from TikTok? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I pissed off, but I keep creating these accounts. And every single time that I, I share my account on other social media, it gets banned. And it's stuff that I post like on Instagram, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's not X rate. I mean, it's really not. Yeah, like, someone literally hates me. They also, um, they also flagged my. I have a realsexwithandy.com where you can sign up for my newsletters and stuff like that. And they signed that as being, um, I forget what they flagged it as, but it was down for a couple of days. And we had to like get it back up. So what? Crazy. So, so why are people? And I say this as someone who's going to tell my mom, you probably don't want to listen to this episode. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I preface it with that. But why are people so uncomfortable talking about sex, do you think? Um, honestly, I feel like it is a kind of, it's religious fact. I feel like it started way back when, you know, we shouldn't have eaten that apple. And they're just doomed. <laughs> Um, but honestly, I feel like we're brought up to not talk about it. We're brought up to be shamed about it. We're brought up to like, I remember talking to my parents about it and they were just like freaked out that I even brought it up. So, um, I have a daughter and her and I, we have, as soon as I told her I was going to do the YouTube channel, cause obviously like what I do goes down to her. And I was like, do you have a problem with this? And she was like, no, absolutely not. So her and I actually started talking about it. And just communication in general has been better with her and I. So I feel like there's a lot of trust there. And it builds like a little bit of a bond and more trust. Like, you know, you can, I'm not going to judge you. You can say whatever you want to to me. I'm still going to love you. And I feel like that's how couples should be. That, well, and it's it's puzzling to me to an extent, and I have I have an eleven year old daughter and an eight year old son, so that's sex is actually still the only thing I shield them from, and she she's on the spectrum, so she's a little behind in that regard too. So that's yeah. normally I think eleven would be about the age you'd really need to uh, approach it. I would oh, yeah. I would think. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. mine's thirteen, and I just now had that conversation with her, so. Yeah, see, that's that seems normal, and it's yeah. the thing that it's the basis of life. <laughs> so people, yeah. people being so, uh, I don't know, uh, against it is that I don't know if that's yeah. the right word. They are against. They are definitely against it. They're I don't know if they're against it behind closed doors, but they're definitely definitely against it outside of their like little bubble. Yeah. 
the uh, well now granted I guess most of the time uh, including one of the two times I procreated I was not intending to to make it the basis for life it was just <laughs> <laughs> it's just it, it's the the after effect of what happens yes yeah no regrets but <laughs> but yeah <laughs> it's not usually the goal <laughs> um, I think. Uh, what, what you said. So this is gonna get this is gonna get personal on my end, but but one thing I've always found amusing, or maybe not amusing. I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't like it. Is in the act, you know, dirty talk. I can't do it. I I will crack jokes. It you know. It won't be, yeah, it'll be like, literally one time I'm like, yeah, pretend we're rolling around in the mud. She's like, that's, I'm like, that seems (laughs) as dirty as it can be. Uh, And I found it hilarious, but that's not really what you're going for, I guess, in that moment. But on on the other side, I like to talk about it before and after. And it seems like there's not a lot of uh, comfort in that. Like, I, I would prefer be like, okay, what do you like? What do you don't like? Let's talk about it before and after. During, let me just do the job. Let me focus. Right. Right. You um, keep your focus. But most people don't want, like, oh, don't be weird. It's like, uh, we, really? <laughs> like, let me, tell me how to do this. <laughs> like, tell, like, I mean, I feel like every, well, that also boils down to maybe that person doesn't exactly know how to answer that question because they haven't exactly explored their bodies and they don't want to say that no that's i actually have a joke uh i'm a i'm a uh, open mic comedian and i even have a joke about being terrible at sex because i don't get instruction so i just go off of like the the wife's tale so i'll be performing oral and and doing the alphabet and and my joke is i'll i'll pop up and be like what what comes after h <laughs> so but i mean you're you're putting humor in it there you go yeah yeah, again, in the in the situation, nobody, nobody finds that very funny. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I posted something not too long ago. It was, um, if you don't have sex, in the, if you don't laugh in the middle of sex from time to time with your partner, you have the wrong partner. I like that. I like that. Now, I probably shouldn't be, like, working a whole stand-up set into the bedroom, but... <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it helps me. <laughs> <laughs> Humor helps you, you know, when you're in an uncomfortable situation, it's good to laugh about something. Yeah, I guess when they don't laugh, it doesn't help, though. <laughs> yeah, if they don't laugh, now you're in an un- in uncomfortable situation, now it's awkward and uncomfortable, so it's like, I <laughs> <laughs> What is, uh, so you do uh, sex coaching, too, correct? I do, and so there's two different, there's two different types of people that I coach, and there's one... Um, where they are, where a single person comes to me that's in a relationship and they want to know how to talk to their significant other about what they want to do and how to approach it. Um, there's certainly ways not to approach that. <laughs> um, and, and then there's, um, I coach couples how to be in a relationship. Um, I feel like, you know, we all log into social media and online and everything out there is just trying to tear couples apart 
And I think that there needs to be people that want to bring them together. So I, that's what I do. Yeah. Well, social media is the the worst because nobody posts. No, nobody posts the yeah we're we're cleaning the bathrooms today. Right. <laughs> it's like, like we're not sexy today. Like we. <laughs> yeah, we just you know? want to sit at home and watch TV all day. That's it. Exactly. We're not going to even get dressed. Just pajamas, whatever. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. And then there's also, like, on social media, there's all kinds of airbrush stuff. And that doesn't make women feel so sexy. You know, when we stand in front of the mirror and we're naked. And we're like, oh, but we don't look like this. And we're, but then no one ever remembers that they're airbrushed. Yeah. <laughs> probably um, modified in some way. Well, it's, yeah, you can do a lot on cell phones. Uh, yeah, you can. Go go on a dating app and you will see some beautiful <laughs> women that if you meet in person, and I don't mean this to be a total dick, but they look no. like they ate the person who you matched on the dating site. Like, it's like, how did you look like that in that photo? Seriously. I was scrolling through one of my friend's um, accounts, and he's got this account on Bumble or something like that. I was scrolling through all these gorgeous, just drop-dead women, and I was like, where are all these people in normal life? They don't exist. No, they're not there. <laughs> they're not there. Or they're like, eight years ago they were, but right. now they're right. not. Right, that was my picture ten years ago before a kid. <laughs> yeah. No, and I, I think, and I don't know, I think women and men both are kind of effed up in that regard because... Like, to me, a normal woman is can be gorgeous. And a supermodel-ish-looking one is almost like, meh, seems high maintenance. Now, maybe that's just because I'm lazy. <laughs> I don't know. No, a lot of guys actually say that. One of my really good guy friends, he's like, I don't date really pretty girls because they are high maintenance. They they expect you to do everything for them. And I like, he's like, I like to date, you know, normal girls. Maybe a little bit ugly. <laughs> That's his thing. I mean, <laughs> I I wouldn't go that far. But <laughs> no, I'm I I was on uh, actually I was on a podcast that you where I actually found you uh, for the first time was on a podcast uh, quite the interview, and they okay. they asked me about beer goggles, and I'm like, oh, they're my favorite thing in the world because I can be shallow at times, but beer goggles brings me down to my level. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny yeah i mean i'm not drinking right now so but i remember those days <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's led to some embarrassing stories but <laughs> it leads to, to some mornings you woke up and you're like oh my god it led to some mornings where i woke up and i'm like mm, i'm not sure if i was able to perform last night <laughs> You're like, well, <laughs> about that time. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, uh, eh, it happens. <laughs> it does happen. It really does. With, um, uh, so COVID, I think, has impacted, uh, single people quite disproportionately. <laughs> oh my God. I don't think that gets I, talked about enough, to be quite honest. I'm not even I'm li I literally gave up. I'm not even out there pursuing it because it has fucked people up so bad. I mean, during COVID, everyone just wants to sit. Like, I, I met this one person 
they wanted to do a, a Zoom date. And I was like, I don't know, because now we're not compatible. <laughs> no, that's weird as shit. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people are wanting to do that. And I was just like, that's weird. And now coming out of COVID, I don't know if people know how to actually like interact with human beings. Some people do not. Uh, <laughs> and and you have, were you in Georgia the whole time? No, I was in Arizona and Georgia. Oh, okay. I was I was in Florida, so or I I am in Florida, so so things were pretty open, but it was still you know usually people at least where I was were masked, which totally changes any social dynamic. You kind of just stick to the people you you know. You're not right. you're not you out there. Yeah, you're not out there flirting with someone who you can only see their eyes. As as sexy as that can be. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, a a risk I didn't want to jump into, but I feel like there are. So I, I was more cautious than most people. I wouldn't even do like. I tried it, but I didn't like the online dating app stuff. I, I didn't feel great about it. Not that I was afraid of catching COVID, but <laughs> there's a, at the same time, it's like eh, I don't I don't know. If I'm if I'm gonna hook up with well, someone who I've never met on a dating app, she might have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well, among Did other things. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Did you get it? I I only got tested once because I had a hundred and four fever, and I thought I had it, but I did not have it. Uh, I I was at a New Year's Eve party where several people got it, and wow. I didn't, and uh. Actually, one of my friends got it, and she was the only one who actually got sick. And her boyfriend, who sleeps in the same bed, didn't didn't get it. <laughs> so it's like maybe I just didn't. Maybe I'm resistant to it, or I got it and I was asymptomatic. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But no, I okay. I was uh, COVID messed up my game because I don't have much game. <laughs> <laughs> so. So uh, so the dating apps were off. I was a, a somewhat frequenter of strip clubs where you can occasionally. You got to support people's homes. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I spent way too much money on, uh, <laughs> on, on things. But no, when COVID hit, it's like, yeah, I, one thing I can't do is get, get COVID because I wanted to get laid. Well, the thing is, is that like most most strip clubs or most good strip clubs are kind of dirty, anyways. So mm -hmm. while you're going there, like during COVID, when it just feels dirty, so now you you've got dirty on top of dirty. Plus, I saw that movie uh, uh, Hustlers, and I'm like, I didn't see that. Oh, I wish Did I hadn't. See it? Yeah, oh, they really? drug dudes and and rob them blind, and it's like that doesn't. Yeah, that could easily be me. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet, but I I did spend six grand once at a strip club, so I wasn't drugged. <laughs> By the end of the night, I was asking for a certain drug, but <laughs> usually, I mean that's usually how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> but so the the root of my uh, long rambling and and saying things that will make me for sure say, "Mom, don't listen to this podcast," is. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of people who have not gotten laid much in the past 
Oh my god. 18 yes. months. 100,000%. I feel like that's problematic, especially I mean with both genders, but men tend to get angry when the, Yeah. I mean when there's a build up even if they haven't jerked off in a while. They can yeah. they can have weird temper tantrums. No, they do. They definitely do. Women too though. I mean that's literally the only way to calm a woman down from being crazy. Oh, really? Just plowing her. Just any orgasm or any orgasm. Nice. Okay. But... <laughs> but so 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 that's why marriages fall apart. You stop having sex. A hundred percent. Yes. That is why. And they stop keeping it spicy in the bedroom. Well, part part of it from experience, part of it is like, don't wake up the kids. Just <laughs> that's true. That's true. But then you also have to be selfish sometimes too, and wake those kids. <laughs> <laughs> just lock the door. Wake them up. Lock the door. Yeah, let them. Let them handle it. They're gonna be like, oh, that's just mom and dad having sex. Yeah. No, that's uh, that was. Uh, uh, I think the go-to move was uh, just have the TV on that was just a little bit louder. Yeah. It, it's not sexy, but... <laughs> it's not sexy, but it gets the job done. Yeah, it's good enough, I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what? Here's an unpaid sponsorship for Frontier Communications. Do you miss dial-up internet speeds? Do you want to see what it's like to live in a world without internet? Do you want an internet provider with horrendous customer service? Do you want to just flush money down the toilet? Well, if so, I have an internet provider for you. Frontier Communication provides internet speeds at literally 5 one thousandth. Uh, yeah. That's hard to say. The speed of its local competitors. Not only that, they charge you more for it. If you miss the days of taking three minutes to download an image of Pamela Anderson for your jerk-off sessions and knowing that you'd never have enough time to download a video, get yourself Frontier Communications Internet. And because you're a listener to the Jeff McAlino podcast, I've got a great deal for you. Reach out to Frontier Communications on Twitter and tell them to go fuck themselves and that Jeff McAlino sent you. And you will be eligible to get the slowest internet speeds at the highest internet price if you live in Pinellas County, Florida. Frontier Communications. Vintage internet. You've got mail. So, uh, with your, with your sex coaching, what is, would you say is like, obviously communication, but what tends to be the biggest issue as far as what, uh, or I guess everyone's different, right? I mean, I mean, everyone's different, but they all have the same like root problem and they all have different ways of getting there. So at some point the man has pissed off the woman and then the women, that's the first thing that they hold back on to punish, you know, sex. Okay. Well, I'm not going to give it up to you tonight. And then it just, and then he starts to get bitter and then she gets more bitter. And then here they are on totally different sides of the room, not talking about sex at all. Would it be better if they just had sex and then 
argued about it later. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yes, absolutely. Just throw them up against the wall. Just, you know, nail her. It, like, we don't have to, like, <laughs> it doesn't have to. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go somewhere with that, but then I was like, mm, better not. <laughs> you can go anywhere you want. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just feel like, yes. Sometimes when you're having sex with someone or initiating it, the person may not exactly want it at that minute. But, you know, as you get into it, then they're going to kind of like, the walls are going to drop. They're going to be like, okay, this feels good. Let's go there. I'm not mad anymore. Gotcha. At least for the moment. You, you can argue afterwards. Like every moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you, you probably wouldn't argue afterwards because maybe you're both have cooler I've heads. Had sex with... I don't know. I've had mad sex before and I was, we were definitely hating each other and then we had sex and hating each other after that. But, you know, it, it definitely calmed down the tension. At least for the moment. For the moment. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, um, what do you think? You mentioned you had been in the adult industry. Uh, what do you think that does to the average Jane and Joe, you know, in the bedroom. Is it good? Is it bad? Does it just depend on what uh, content they're viewing? Does that make sense? So porn, so what is watching porn due to couples or? Well, watching porn potentially individually, uh, meaning, you know, just, just the man, I think, a lot. I know women watch porn, but I think there are a lot of relationships. I definitely watch porn. And I'm very open about my porn watching. <laughs> well, do you think it's valuable for a man and a woman, whether one watches or both watch, to share their uh, their porn likes? Habits? Yeah, I, I. Yes, I do. I feel like um, I'm not a hundred thousand percent for the adult industry, but I can't exactly like not like it because I do watch porn and someone does have to make the porn. So, um, but I feel like that's where you get some of your moves from. You know, you watch something, you're like, Hey, that felt good getting off to the thought of doing that. Let's do that. Yeah. Now, if you have a bad back, that can be dangerous. If you have a bad back, (laughs) you might not be swinging from chandeliers or doing some weird move and pose like a yoga pose or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) You're not holding anyone up. That's for sure. Not with a bad back. (laughs) No. Well, when it's healed, I'm fine. But (laughs) I still can't do yoga poses, though. (laughs) Uh, Do you think it can... Hurt it? Yeah. Uh, Make things unrealistic, almost. Yes, yes. And that's one thing that I do tell people to be careful is to not watch too much of it. I mean, it's good in moderation, but don't be expecting a porn star every time you want to have sex with your partner. That's unrealistic. That also pisses people off. That's, uh, have you seen the movie Don John? Uh-uh. It's with, uh, I think you might enjoy it. The dude's a porn addict, and he 
he uh, basically his only sex is usually one night stands, and that's uh, at least from my experience is the same as what he experienced in the movies, and that's been most of my last seven years are just one, and that's it. And usually it's pretty boring missionary. Yeah, the first time is always like, unless you're both just completely in that mood, it, the first time is kind of like weird. Like, is it cool if I touch you there? <laughs> so I should be trying to have it a second time. With <laughs> yes, yes, you should. First time's always weird. Second time's always, you know, a little bit better. Third time's a charm. Yeah, that's uh, that's. And then dump up. <laughs> Doesn't get better than that. <laughs> no. Then you know that's where you stand. That's that's what's that's the real deal right there. Gotcha. No, that's that movie. I, I think you. I think you'd enjoy the movie because he he ends up he. Uh, it's uh, I can't remember the dude's name. Scarlett Johansson's in it. Uh, oh, I love her. But becomes a uh, he's a porn addict and sex is just not good enough for him because what is the name of this? Don John. Don John. I just I watched it for the second time like three weeks ago. That's why it's in my head. That's, that's, that's how good it is. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like a three four year old movie. I want to say uh, Joseph. Oh God, dang it! It's driving me insane. The dude who was in Inception with. Uh, not Leonardo DiCaprio, obviously. His sidekick. I don't remember his name. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's a, yeah, it's a good movie. On a, on a rewatch, I enjoyed it the second time. And I actually got more out of it. Like, huh, okay. You know what movie I can watch all the time? Doesn't matter how many times I've watched it. The Hangover. Any number of them. It's hilarious from beginning to end. Every single one of them, every single time. I think that might be the... Well, no, I don't want to say that, but it is the greatest comedy since it's been made, I would say. Nothing has beaten yeah, for The sure. Hangover. Uh, no. I was going to say it might be the last great comedy, but there have been some decent ones. Movies are kind of... I, I actually talk about The Hangover. I've brought that up several times on this podcast because... Some of the things in that movie would totally... It would not get made today. And it wasn't yeah. that long ago. <laughs> yeah. We got so weird, huh? God, we are so sensitive. Everyone, like, just... You can't say certain words. We, we're just so, like, on... on Walking on eggshells. Yeah. Yeah, well, in the trailer of that movie... And I understand why it's... People don't say it anymore, but in the trailer of that movie was Bradley Cooper pulling up to Ed Helms' house and yelling, paging Dr. Faggot, in the trailer. That was on TV. Right. And now it's like, I might get canceled for just quoting them. <laughs> Luckily, yeah. I'm not famous, so I won't get canceled. That's how bad it is. <laughs> in in I'm five gonna... years, I'll be super famous. They'll go back to this podcast and say, "He look at the word he said. Look what he said. <laughs> Ed, cancel him now. Cancel him now. It's crazy. Yeah. No, I'm I one thing uh this is something as as a as a parent uh if people filmed all of my moments in high school I I'd be like a leper right now. Like it, it, granted every every guy my age would would be totally 
homophobic and yeah. Yeah. So kids these age or these days, I really fear for them because there's a camera everywhere. You say one stupid yeah. thing that in fifteen years becomes offensive. I'm I'm hoping the tide turns. Hopefully. I mean I hope so. I mean it can't get any more ridiculous than what it is right now. But I say that then I also you look at other countries and you're like some women can't even show their faces. So Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't get too extreme. Yeah, it's a the world is a very strange place. Because you have places where what I just said, quoting a movie, I could actually get arrested for in some countries. And Can you imagine like living in one of those countries? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's in some countries you would be arrested for showing your face. A thousand percent. <laughs> it's Yeah. World the world's fucked up. I try to ignore it. <laughs> I did too, which is why I don't even know what kind of hurricane is down there. Uh, its name is Elsa, and it's headed towards Disney World, so. Oh, okay. F- frozen joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually headed right towards uh, Tampa, or I'm in St. Pete, which is right outside of Tampa, so. Okay. But, well, yeah. that sucks. Eh. Sorry about it. Eh, not, not <laughs> worried. to it? Yeah, it never hits. This is going to look real bad when this airs after my house gets destroyed by <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'd still have to air it. I'd have to put it out there and be like, yeah, look at this fucking idiot. You have to. <laughs> Would almost make it better, but I don't want that to happen. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go down that road. <laughs> no. I'm, a- I'm asking for it right now. I'm totally just you like... Are. Karma, come get me. <laughs> um, what what would be so for the generic couple? Uh, from my experience, and I would assume yours, generally things get really hot in the beginning, and somewhere along the line they fizzle out. Not not necessarily all couples, but I would say the generic couple somewhere along the lines, whether it's kids. Uh, just getting older, whatever. Would you have a, a general thing of this is what you should do to resuscitate your love life? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you imagine being with someone for your the majority of your life, you see that one person every single day. You're literally up their ass. You wake up with them, you go to sleep with them, um, I would say just maybe take a little bit of a break, not a break, but I mean, if you're going to spend forever with someone, like go on some weekends with your girls or, you know, maybe when you go on a weekend with your girl, you're like, Oh my God, what is he doing? And you get that, like that fire back a little bit, you know, cause now you're worried. What's he doing? <laughs> Whereas before you see him every single day. Yeah, so more more uh, time with time with your friends, or for sure. Yeah, yeah, time away, time away. Doesn't matter who you're with. So is I've heard a lot of couples. Usually, they're over forty, uh, but that have said, "Yeah, we started sleeping in different beds, and it's made our lives so much better." 
I, I always think like, well, how are you having sex if you're not in the same bed or are you scheduling it? Is so right. two two prone question for for yeah. couples. Uh <laughs> sleeping in the same bed uh-huh. dangerous or and also is scheduling sex good or bad? Well, you know what? I um uh, one of my relationships, we scheduled sex. We had everything scheduled though. Like our whole entire life was scheduled from like wake up to go to sleep. And literally we had sex at 9 p.m. after we'd had four drinks. <laughs> you even had the drinks down. We we watched the news and then we drink and then we have sex and then we'd go outside and have sit by the fire. And you know what? It never got old. I mean, we definitely like switch things up a lot because I mean when you're scheduled like that you're like I don't know I started getting stuff like outfits and stuff like that and like exploring with food so I don't know I, I feel like scheduled sex is okay but then I kind of might like sleeping in different beds that might actually be kind of fun not all the time but sometimes well, I'd think uh, with coordination, like separate beds, but we have scheduled sex, right? Like yeah. I, that would seem to make sense because then it, I don't know, the, the spontaneity doesn't have to. Or maybe either. he comes in and like scares you in the, in the middle of the night, like has sex with you and goes back to his bed. <laughs> <laughs> Should that be scheduled or? That's, a, <laughs> that, that's on his schedule, not on hers. no i think that's uh i i i hate scheduling anything in life uh i i my weekends are like i don't just let's figure it out as we go i don't know what i'm gonna feel like when i wake up but as a divorcee i kind of wish scheduled sex were a thing because then it's like it's on the schedule it's you know you know factually you're going to get laid that day yeah you don't not i think i'm a lazy guy but i think i'd actually try harder during the day to be like i know this is happening tonight so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna put my best force forward all foot forward all day as opposed to like eh, maybe i'll maybe i'll be horny after a couple drinks at 10 30 and try to Stick my boner in your back and see if things will come. <laughs> well, if she's four drinks into it, she'll be all good. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> if not, maybe she won't remember. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What, what, what I do want to normalize, and this, this is uh, totally going to disgust people, probably. I don't know. What I do want to normalize is when you drunkenly hook up with someone. Yeah. Uh, have sex in the morning like fool around the night before but you know the guy might not be at his best performance uh, I don't know that happened to me just recently and then the guy wouldn't leave oh so I think that invites them to just stay I mean he didn't leave for a couple of days I ended up having to be like a complete bitch I was so oh my god <laughs> I know. I, I hadn't like, thought about that. Yeah. Then you're dedicated to at least a day. 
Oh, with them. that's terrible. <laughs> I thought like just bang it out, maybe take a shower if you need to. And... No, no, because now you feel like that might be rude. Now, now you're sober. Yeah, but your dick works a lot better when you're sober. I'm gonna. <laughs> that, that's a chance for you to enter your your comedy in there. You know, just be like, yeah, maybe a, maybe it's better this morning, and then I'm gonna head out. If you say that, you might get late in the morning, and then I'm gonna head out. Ah, uh, you got to add that in there. Yes. <laughs> well, and, and there's there's a a big difference between uh, what I well you. You don't need to be a sports fan to get the reference of home games and road games. <laughs> I think that's pretty clear. I've always said road games are so much better because you can leave whenever you want. Right. <laughs> home games have their slight advantages. Like, you know, if you're thirsty, where to get the water. And, you yeah. know, you don't have to set yeah. off an alarm when you leave in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are advantages for sure. But yeah, no. The the worst experience ever was I I had a road game and this was like right before Uber, and I, I'm like, can you drive me home? <laughs> My phone was dead, so I couldn't call a friend. Oh, <laughs> and That's I awkward. I was 20 miles away from live. home. How many miles? Like 20. So it was like if it was within five, I would just walk. But I'm like, that's that's. That's too much. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> There's cabs. Well, my phone was dead. So it was like, oh, oh yeah. Okay. I might be able to find some place to charge my phone, but. Yeah. This wasn't yeah, worth dying true. over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I would probably die over that. <laughs> yeah, in hindsight, it, it may have. <laughs> She she pulled up to my house and it uh, at the time was the nicest house on the block because um, I bought it at the bottom of the market and she's like do you own or rent I'm like oh I stay here for That's free I'm basically good. squatting <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty smart though <laughs> yeah I like, was okay, bye. I was proud of myself I'm like yeah I'm basically homeless this is just <laughs> I have a key. <laughs> my mom's house. <laughs> I probably should have just gone with that. Just yeah, that's where my parents live. You want to come meet them? <laughs> no. That could that could have gone really bad. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, for sure. She would have said yes. I don't think she would have said yes. I was not very good the night before. I was very drunk. <laughs> was that a better the morning of experience? Uh it probably would have been if I'd asked for it, but instead I went for the ride. <laughs> Her car was more valuable than her vagina at the time. <laughs> and 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 this is why in in the bedroom I usually am more just trying to crack jokes. But I I think I think that might be your thing. I think it might work for you, you know? Everyone has their things. Yeah, I I I just need to find the right one where it's like they're not like Offended or offended. Like put off or like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah, well, because like, it's go with it. Yeah, it's not sexy. It's like just you just need to find a, a semi awkward, weird, quirky girl. <laughs> she gets it. <laughs> you know? Yes, like, I get it. I fit where this is coming from. I'm weird too, and then she might like come up with a joke herself. Yes. 
Hopefully it's not like a small dick joke. I don't think that would go over. <laughs> <laughs> Let me make the small dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... <laughs> Sorry, I took you down a weird road. You, you know too much about me now. <laughs> I know too much about most people, so you are all good. <laughs> That's true, and I'm going to put this podcast out, so now anyone who listens yeah, will know too much. everyone knows about your small dick jokes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They don't, know, they don't know whether it's true or not. That's the mystery. Exactly. You know, usually when someone comes up with a small dick joke, it's because it's not small. Right. I mean, I'm told it's at least average. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I did. And that's better than most average. Yeah. <laughs> I made the joke when I was on uh, uh, the podcast we were both guests on, uh, quite the interview. I did make the joke, uh, I'm I'm a grower, not a shower, but I'm not showing all that much. So I <laughs> <laughs> thought that was good. That was on the spot. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so, Andy... <laughs> Where, um, you've got the YouTube channel, and I'll put the link in the show notes, but where should people uh, find you for your insights? And uh, they should subscribe to your YouTube channel, obviously, because I yes, think please. this is... I'm, I'm behind okay. it. People need to talk more about sex. Yeah, they do. Um, at uh, Real With Andy on Instagram. Instagram slash Real With Andy. It was Real Sex With Andy. But obviously, after I got banned from TikTok, I took the word sex out of everything. And you know what? It's flowing a little bit better. Gotcha. And and for the listeners, the link will be in the show notes. And it's Andy, A-N-D-I-E, correct? I-E. I-E, correct. which is what you'd expect for a female, not yeah. a Y. No, not a Y. <laughs> she's, she's not the kid from Toy Story. Uh, <laughs> bad joke. Well, and, <laughs> I've been full of them today. Andy, I greatly appreciate your time. Thank you for joining me. And uh, everyone, go in the show notes, follow her, subscribe to her YouTube channel, and uh, let's talk about sex, people. Yes. All right. So that's it. That's the episode. Check out Real with Andy on YouTube. Uh, remember to uh, do all the things with the socials. And hey, I really appreciate, uh, I'm not sure how many people listen to the very bitter end, uh, but I'm, uh, you know, looking at the, the listeners and the downloads, and uh, I've... Uh, greatly exceeded my expectations for what I thought I would get in uh, a year uh, by almost three times <laughs> uh, in, uh, what, four months, maybe five months. I mean, the first few weeks I was getting 20, 30. Uh, I was happy when I got up to 60. Uh, now, uh, you know, I've well more than tripled that, uh, I mean, every week, it's, uh, you know, very grateful, uh, I, I am great, very grateful for the, <laughs> for the people who listen, download, uh, very appreciative to you, and I hope you keep coming back, I hope you enjoyed 
that episode. And uh, I'll, if you're listening this long, I'll give you a heads up. I may do a solo podcast midweek this week. Uh, next week's episode is already recorded, and it is. Depending on your point of view, it will be either entertaining, humorous, or offensive. And uh, I got a guest, this is next week's episode I'm talking about, uh, who has some extreme views, we'll say, and uh, caught me off guard would have been perfect for my original podcast hope of having people try to explain a conspiracy theory towards me while I was drinking, but uh, I got caught on a sober podcast uh, in this situation because uh, this actually was recorded the night that the hurricane was supposed to be hitting, and I wanted to, uh, you know, stay... uh, alert (laughs) and awake, so uh, caught me a little off guard, and uh, I'll explain more before next week's episode, so exciting one to look forward to if you're into kind of off-the-wall conspiracy theories, it was so off-the-wall, it's honestly something I cannot challenge or uh, debate, Um, Maybe you'll, you know, you listen next week and you'll see why. But uh, Andy Peak again, check her out on YouTube. Uh, I think it's important, you know, for adult relationships that things like this are discussed. Communication is key, people. Uh, anyways, hope you enjoyed the episode. Stanley Cup champions back to back. Peace. <laughs>